Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. happening welcome to the show morning studio morning. morning let's get going here we're pumped to be here it's monday we're lucky to have this job we're lucky to have you listening i'm lucky to have my best friend here he is producer eddie everybody guys i love driving behind cars and reading their cool bumper stickers but i saw one the other day that i'm like this isn't funny at all and i felt threatened by it it said if you hit me with my kids in the car i will whoop your beep till the cops get here <laughs> it said the bad word on the bumper sticker yeah and i was like what like, this is not funny. Like, some of them really make you laugh or whatever. It, but no, this is like, they. I feel like they mean it. And then, and then of course, you got to drive up and see, like, what does this person look like? To have a bumper sticker, <laughs> already a level. Right. Because that's very 80s. Yeah. But to have a bumper sticker with a curse word on it, uh-huh. they probably will beat your beep. <laughs> I think so, too. It was it was an older mom that was driving it. Does so. anybody have a bumper sticker on their car? Not no. anymore. Yeah. Is that really a thing, right? I, I, had, one, I had one in high school, though. It, was yeah. called, it, it said, I'd rather be on the beach. Oh. That was cool. Yeah, I had, all through high school and college, I had Jerry Jeff Walker. It just said that? It was his logo. He had a logo. I remember like that a, one with a star. Oval. Yeah, with the yeah. star. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in Texas. You either had Pat Green, Jerry Jeff, stuff like that. All I had was a Razorback stick, I guess, hog, hog sticker. That's how people knew it was my car. Oh, gotcha. Because I had that sticker on that same spot right there on the back. <laughs> we should get bumper stickers again. No, we should. All right, here he is. Up next, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, clap your hands for Lunchbox. Yeah. Guys, I'm sad. Oh, oh, oh listen to him. He's, you can tell, oh, no. too. Go ahead. I didn't make the World Cup roster. Okay. Didn't, did you do? think you were? When is the World Cup? That, that's Next soccer. week. And it's in, how do you say it? Cutter or Qatar? Either one. I think it's Cutter. Is America good? Yes. 
We are supposed to get out of our group. Is there any chance we win the World Cup? No. Oh. Hey, the guy that Lunchbox met with his kids, I think, is on the team. Walker Zimmerman, he made it. Yeah. Yep. So the first time America plays, it looks like, is against Wales. Yeah. Ah, easy breezy. No. No? No. Wales? No, no, no. We give you about Wales at anything. Yeah. <laughs> Wales is good. That's what I'm saying. Even if it's Wales trivia. <laughs> <laughs> so we're playing in the World Cup on Monday, November. So a week from today. Yeah, Monday, week. November, you're pumped about it because you're a big soccer yeah, guy? love it. Can't wait. I was expecting to make the roster. Didn't do it. Okay. Do you even make the roster of your rec team anymore? <laughs> Don't you, like, aren't you just a sub? No, no, I still play. No, no, aren't you just a sub, though, now on that team? I start sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, soccer guy. All right, up next, here she is, Amy, everybody. Uh, my son is 12 years old, but he would like to date a girl in particular, like on a, like take like her. Like a specific girl? Not just date, like, oh, be my girlfriend. He wants to take her on a date and has already asked us if we can drive him. He knows the movie, uh, Black Adam, that movie with The Rock. Uh, Does and she know that? He hasn't asked her yet. No, because he had to run it by us first to make sure he could get a ride and then he's like, but I don't know if I can afford to pay for the movie and the popcorn and the drink and the candy. Like, And I said, yeah, it adds up real quick, doesn't it? <laughs> How do you feel about him going on a date, though? I mean, <laughs> he's 12, so I don't, I don't mind the thought of taking him and a girl to the movies if they want to go and we all sit together. I don't mind that, but I don't know that we call it a date because you can't date at 12. You know? 12's a new 21. That's what they say. He is 12 and a half. But I think it's good you're considering it. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, it's cool. It just doesn't happen. I mean, just he just brought the question to us, and we're like, yeah, sure, no problem. Someone will take you. Don't worry. Wild we got you. The youngest, though, is now wanting to go on a date. Yeah. Let us know how that goes. I'll keep you posted. I'm going to do, I'm gonna, I still have mine I'm going to do, but I'm going to tell a story about a similar situation. All right, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he's on TV, so he owns a lot of suits, and for the hogs, he always roots. Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. By the way, I've donated a lot of my suits now to my friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eddie wore a suit to the CMAs mm-hmm. this last week. That was, well, that was the one, your tux from the wedding. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I got, I mean, I got that for you guys, Yo, too. Oh, man, it was snug, You look too. good. Oh, yeah, but you lost all that weight. Yeah, it's so dumb. Prior to the wedding. I dude. was on the Matthew McConaughey diet when I got fitted for that thing. Here's what I'm going to say to your story, then I'm going to get to mine. But I remember I was in ninth grade, so that would put me 14? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I had a girl that I wanted to ask on a date. I'd never been on a date. And you gotta understand, I didn't know no girls like me when I was 14, but I, I really felt like I had a shot. And so I started saving up before I even thought about asking her. And I knew I needed to save up $40 because that's what it would cost for us to go to Red Lobster and be able to get whatever we wanted. So I started saving $40 because that's it. We were, I wanted to make sure she, if you wanted cheddar biscuits, we're gonna get those. We get an entree, did all the math. I need $40 so we can go to Red Lobster and have everything. And so I saved up. And I remember when I hit that $40 mark, I'm like, finally, I have enough money. I'm going to ask her if she wants to go on a date. And we'll figure out how to get there. Maybe Arkansas Keith would drop us off. I didn't know. And I went and I said, hey, I'd like to ask you on a date, which is crazy for me because I didn't have the guts to do this. And again, I'd saved up forever. And I said, would you like to go out to eat at Red Lobster? And she said no. And that oh. was it. Oh, oh. man. Well, I, that's not not I saved up for like three weeks. Take her to Red Lobster, and she hit me with a no. Okay. Dang. Well, you're not giving much hope to Stevenson here. He hasn't asked the girl yet. Did you end up going to Red Lobster by yourself? <laughs> no, I ended up having not. to buy some school clothes with it. Yeah. It wasn't even, like, good. It was stupid. I hate that story. That's not a good story. Mm-hmm. It, there's not even a, It's like a terrible ending to a movie. Nope. All right, the end. <laughs> it's awful. 
So I, I wish him the best. But I have a, a lot of characters develop from that. Mm-hmm. Look at me now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Need a lot of therapy. Check him out. I was going to give everybody an update on Stanley, whose leg is not healed. He had an ACL tear all the way through uh, into two. He has a metal plate in his leg now at this point. Uh, he is able to go on five-minute walks, but that's it. But he shaved all in the way. And it's just awkward. His hair's never going to grow back and be normal. It's going to take months and months and months. So I feel sorry for him because he looks ridiculous. But then I remember dogs don't care how they look. They're not yeah. vain like us. <laughs> yeah, they don't good. care. I'm, always, I feel, I'm like, oh, man, I feel bad. You just, and then I remember he's a dog. And mm-hmm. he does not care. And he is not subject to worrying about what he looks like in a mirror. But he's getting there. And so for all the kids out there, because we got a lot of moms asking how Stanley's doing. So I can tell their kids, Stanley the Bulldog is on his way back to health. We can't walk him more than five minutes right now. He's like two months out of surgery. But we're getting there, and everything is going in a positive way. All right, we're here. Ready to get the show started. Welcome to Monday's show. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My wife is thoroughly convinced that grown men shouldn't play video games. I'm 29, and I know you're a video game enthusiast. I tried to convince her that millions of grown men like to relax with whatever their favorite game is after a long day of work. Please help. How do I convince my wife to be okay with me playing video games? Signed, High Score Hunter. <laughs> I like it. Now, I do like video games. I don't know if it makes me more or less cool, but I only play sports games. Like, I, I wish I was better at some of the... Call of Duty games. Like, Kane Brown's really good. And he's like, yeah. oh, you're like, go play Call of Duty? I was like, I don't, I don't play that. He goes, well, just be on my team. I was like, I don't have it downloaded. So I don't play that, but I have Madden. I'm in a league. And I have NBA, 2K. I'm in a league. We play. It's fun. We, all our friends get on headsets and talk. That's what that's about. It's mostly about us hanging out with each other. Love it. And my wife has just come to understand. And it, at times, has been a friction point. Because I'll just forget what time it is. Like, if I have any free time. Or I wake up one in the morning sometimes. Just like, oh, I can't go back to sleep. I just put it on for three hours and we'll play. You don't wake up for it. You just go do that. Correct. You're not waking up fiending. No. But I do, it does get my mind off of things. Gotcha. So I would just say to your wife, if it's literally a stress reliever. Yeah. And you're not playing so much that you're forgetting to feed your kids. Substitute video games for golf, for fishing, for whatever. Xanax. What? No, I'm saying things that keep you away from your family. <laughs> what are you Whoa, talking and you're about? like, you're doing it too much and you're gone. Not <laughs> Amy, what? It's different. It's a different email. It's a different email. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. He could say like, hey, I have a lot on my mind right now. I have some anxiety or stress or whatever. And like, this helps calm me. It releases chemicals in my body that make me feel good. Okay. If I that's true. Saying. You may just like playing. I don't know. Well, but I it could we be a ho- just giving him something to No, say. I am. But it could be a hobby too. And be like, hey, it could be golf. It could be fishing. Right. I could be gone with a hobby. At least I'm here. So it's just not to overdo it. Sometimes I overdo it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. And you, you and Xanax overdo it so much? No, actually, I'm very careful with it because it can be addictive, but I it, I do enjoy it. What? <laughs> but I, oh, my goodness. We, when, and they, we need to stop this age association with video games. Yes. It's not back in the day when it was only Mario Kart, which, by the way, still rocks. But it's not just goofy stuff now. It's not just, oh, it's, it's, it's like a movie. You watch a movie or play video games. You can watch it. So I'm into it. Great. But make sure that you're spending enough time with your family and her as well. That's what yes. I'll say. Because sometimes I forget to do that. Yeah. There you go. That's the mailbag. I love video games. I don't even like calling them video games. What do you want to Wait, call what, it? They're video games. That's you what know, they are. Electronic I, love, stimulation. I love playing sports with a controller. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right. Close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. 
two versions of this story. One version is Eddie bragging about a video that went viral. Eddie's most viral video ever. Guys, when I say viral, I mean viral. Ever. Ever. And so that's one story. The other is Abby, who messaged me completely separate, saying Eddie has exploited Lunchbox and Abby with this viral video. That's all Eddie ever does. So I have, I have two exploited. versions. Exploited. They came to me separately. Com- what are you talking about? Eddie, I'll so. let you go first. Go ahead. Guys, I mean, I'm talking about this video is oh, almost at a million views. It has 774,000 views right now. That's crazy. Go On TikTok, go ahead. So when Lunchbox was, you know, yelling at Abby, I got my phone and shot video of all that. You know, when he was like, wash your back, or he says- He, he says, says, watch your back. But Correct. He says, yes. And so, I mean, we talked about it on air. It was nothing crazy. And I just posted. I said, ooh, draw." I used the, the, you know, the lady voice, drama going down on, at my work. And, and it went viral. And it's amazing. Guys, I got paid some good money for that. Because of uh, Instagram? Uh, TikTok and Instagram. Really? Yeah. Do we have a clip of that video? Because Eddie is near the glass room where Ray works. And it's following Lunchbox and Abby. They had employee of the month. And Abby blocked Lunchbox for a couple of months. And Lunchbox went in and said, hey, watch your back. It said, screw you, screw you. It's, all, it's a whole thing. Here's, here, here you go. There's some drama going down at my work. Screw you. Screw you. Did you see that? That's the real Lunchbox right there. Abby, are you okay? He just, did you hear him? He just threatened uh, Yeah, me. I was scared. What was happening over here? He was yelling at me. Go ask him. What on earth? And then he starts yelling, watch your back. Yes. Now, my phone is up that whole time. Listen to Abby's voice. She doesn't care she's that I'm talking bit- to you. She's talking to me in the camera. So there's no exploitation going on here. Did you make over 50 bucks? I'd, I'd rather not say. Hey, Abby, so you think you're being exploited. You did come to me with this. Well, yeah. Okay. Go, ahead, go ahead. In the moment, I was glad he was recording. So I was like, okay, someone got this on camera that that just happened. But now I'm looking back because when Lunchbox walked off, Eddie was like, oh my God, this is going to go viral. I'm like, that's all he cares about. That, so that's why he wanted to get it. Sometimes you <laughs> so just know. Then, you just know when you so hear So you it. weren't concerned about your coworker, but you come on here and tell me how rude I am and how you're <laughs> so concerned happen. about... He just Ab- recorded what had happened. But he, he comes on here and says he was so concerned about Abby, but you were really just concerned about your video going viral. No, no, no. After the fact. Not mutually exclusive. They can be both. After the fact. Once you saw what you captured, you're like, wait a second. This could go viral. And that's all that happened. That's it. it. Overall, between Instagram and TikTok, it's right at a million views. <laughs> that's crazy, guys. See, that's insane. Like, that's all he wanted was to, like, he'll get his camera out for anything so that he can go viral. Oh, you bet my camera's going to be ready <laughs> And to it's go. always on us. It's never anything he does. <laughs> what do you mean? I've tried some stuff on my own. Yeah, and it doesn't work. It was a hilarious one you did of the cop that pulled you over. Thank you. Your acting was bad, but. What do you mean? It's what? terrible acting. What happened? There's a cop, there's a blue light behind him. It got pulled. Amy, you didn't watch it. It kind of went viral. Okay, oh okay stop gosh. saying everything went viral. Oh, well, what does did. viral mean, by the way? Over 10,000, right, Bones? That, no, no, I feel I like think it's over, a million. I, yeah, I think you need to be at a million for oh, viral. Damn. And you have to I mean, add his, up his, your... co- his fake cop one, 20,000. <laughs> viral, get out of here. good, but not viral. But there was a blue light behind him, and, and Eddie's going, guys, I shouldn't have done it, should have done it. Blah, blah, blah. And then you pull over, and it's this sign that has a blue light on it. It's not really a cop. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, I just came to Home Depot to get something. I said I almost hit it with my car. Oh, so I don't stupid. see that one. What oh, it's there. Okay. The other one with Dirks on a bike. No, See, that was my probably most viewed video before this one. Okay. Well, anyway, Eddie. Dang, dude. I, I support you in this. Thank you. Abby so Abby was your friend, and then all of a sudden, when you got a little fame, she's upset no, with you. No. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it'd be nice if he gave us some? No. Hey, Money? you know who's coming in later today? <laughs> Speaking of Abby, Nate Smith. Oh, that's why she's dressed up. That's why up. she's dressed up. Abby, Abby, I'm not dressed up today. Abby, are you excited? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. 
But mm. I made sure to not be overly dressed up because I knew they'd say something. <laughs> Do you want me to talk to him about you or just to be professional? You can just be, I mean, we've already like squashed that, right? Morgan did all that, like interviewed him or Lunchbox or wait, who was she? Okay, she's, she's so flustered. She's, so she's flustered. Okay, Nate Smith's coming she, in later. Morgan talked to him. We, we oh, oh her. Nate Smith. Just keep it professional. Is that what you yeah. want? Yeah. Okay. That'd be good. Okay. Yeah, we're right. trying. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This couple in San Antonio, they got a divorce. And they told their son about it, who was four. He's now turned five. But they got him a teddy bear to cope with the divorce. They were like, hey, if you're feeling sad, this is a teddy bear to have. Keep it with you. You can hug the teddy bear. Teddy bear went to therapy. With, it's just a thing. The teddy bear was always constant whenever they told him they were getting divorced and whenever they were going through it. Well, he lost the bear. The five-year-old took the bear with him everywhere, including a camping trip. And they were away from camp. Someone stole everything, including the bear. So it's like, where's, where's the bear? So the kid asked on a video, hey, anybody know where the bear is? So the mom posted the video on social media, and hundreds of people commented. They got 25 replacements sent in from across the country. They decided to donate all but one of them. And so there are all these kids now that have bears as well, plus the one that they have, all because people just saw it on social media. Wow. Here's a clip of the mom talking about the lesson her son learned. For every one bad person that there is in the world, there are 20, 30, 40 good people that want to see you smile. So we're glad he's got a bear, and we, we hope he's getting through it okay love that that story love everybody who reached out and and helped that kid that is what it's all about that was tell me something good like many of us you might think identity theft will never happen to you but consider this there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the u.s that's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. 
Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Nate Smith. Anyway, Nate, what I was saying was you're a very friendly guy. And as opposed to when I see you with the beard and the black clothes, and I feel like this guy's probably going to punch me in the face. Oh, my God. But you're, I look, do I look threatening a little bit? Well, it's, it's all the black and the beard, and I would just think I do not want to tangle. But you're so friendly. It's like I'm, I'm a the, wimp, so I'm glad that you, you get that idea, you know? So <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm back to even. Because I see you and I'm like, uh oh, this could be trouble. And yeah. then you're so friendly and you have very soft eyes. You have soft eyes too. Thank you. Yeah. And then I'm like, wow, Aww. we're back to we're back to square one. Yeah, man. S- yeah. Look, congrats on all the recent success. Thank you so much. Pretty cool. I was, you know, I listened to Abby interview you and I listened and I, and I read a lot about you. I've listened to you, obviously, where you have a very interesting story. You've done a lot of things that I think, you know, for me, I did a lot of things. I had a lot of jobs that has kind of created my voice, not my physical voice, but you know what I stand for, yeah. what I know, what I understand. I think a similar thing could be said for you. I mean, you worked, I heard you talk to Abby, working in the medical industry a little bit, like like a nurse assistant, is that what you were? Yeah, I've been a, I was a certified nurse assistant since I was 18 years old. So. What's that mean, certified? It means you did like a six-week schooling and you went through some training and stuff with the Red Cross and, and learned how to basically take care of people, um, assisting the nurse. So. What did you see? Everything. Needles, poop? <laughs> More Those are the two things that are imagine. tough about being a nurse in my mind: needles and poop. More poop than you can imagine. Yeah, uh, that was the name of my first album. More poop than you can imagine. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. And so you did that for how long? Gosh, man, um, up until about four years ago. Yeah. Oh, so, still pretty recent. Yeah. And yeah. So you drove an Uber for a while. Drove an Uber. Did that. Worked at a church. I cussed and drink beer, so that didn't work too good. Um, but uh, <laughs> my, hey, my old pastor cussed and drink beer too. And he's a pretty good pastor. Hey, I think it's great. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I just wanted to be myself all the time. I just felt like I couldn't be me. Were you introduced to music through your church? Like as far as like playing music for the, yeah. definitely. How, how did how did that go? Yeah. Um, let's see, so I started singing when I was nine. Um, and just kind of started listening to like Garth Brooks, Hootie and the Blowfish, stuff like that. And I had a talk boy. I would sing into this talk boy and record myself and listen back and be like, that's terrible. Let's try it again. You know, so I was like comping my vocals, you know, at a young age, but started singing in church around 16 after youth camp. I went to like a youth camp and then uh, I was already playing guitar and stuff and they asked if I wanted to lead worship. So I was like, let's do it. Yeah. So you had already started playing, but you hadn't played in front of people? No, no. Did, when you're nine and you have a beard like that, do people think it's weird? <laughs> It was concerning, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, we went I to every so. specialist, and they were like, "We you could possibly think of," and they just said, "You know, let it go." Let yeah, it go. Just, yeah, I get it. It's hormones, man. My voice dropped at four. Yeah. Uh, oh know, wow. Just, <laughs> hey, that's the only thing that dropped. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I want the toy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're, uh, that, there was a a song on TikTok that went viral for you. It was um, the heaven. I don't want to go to heaven. Yeah. Was that your first piece of like social media, like real virility over a million? Was that the first big one where you're like, holy crap? Um, yeah, I mean, so the first one, the first one was a song called Wildfire um, that I put up on TikTok, and I just saw that my streams were going up and stuff. Um, but um, Sleeve and I Don't Want to Go to Heaven, definitely, yeah, those ones. It was pretty shocking. Whenever a song goes viral, 
I mean, do you just, did your followers go up like crazy? Do, are, are people then stream, are you watching streams at the same time climb? Yeah, definitely. I think, like, when I first started doing TikTok, um, I'm like a drug. I start, when I first started <laughs> up on TikTok, um, I, I just like, not everybody was doing it as much, you know, and, yeah. and uh, I, I just kind of went for it. But yeah, it definitely affected my streams. It definitely affected my follows. Um, and help kind of build something. Did you make money off of streams because of your TikToks? Did yeah. you see? Yeah, because for sure. You know, I had, a, I had two song, two songs that went viral. Elf on the Shelf for Christmas. Hope everybody did. And we didn't get crap. Nobody even streamed it. They laughed at it because the, the song is uh, "I Hope the Elf on the Shelf." Elf himself, and it got a little joke, and people laughed. Yeah. Christmas song. They didn't go stream it though. I didn't make any money off of it. You actually have a talent. Congratulations. I don't know how it connected, but it yeah. did. Me so, either. I'm, I'm, so, I'm stunned. <laughs> I'm so um, sorry. I'm so sorry. Would you mind, and I don't need the whole thing here, but I'd love for our audience to hear this. Yeah. Um, would you play like a verse and a chorus of I Don't Want to Go to Heaven? Absolutely. That's the first thing that I'd ever seen from you at all, even popping up on my For You page way yeah. back in the day, because I was on TikTok way early too. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I remember seeing that, and it was in the infancy days, but that's always what I've associated with you. I thought that was the first one. Who knew sleeves? I never even heard sleeves. Hey. Who knew? I got to check it out after I love this. That. I love All right, that. let's do I Don't Want to Go to Heaven. This is Nate Smith. All right. So, you write that song? I wrote that song with my friend Dan Fernandez. And uh, it was cool because, like, it's, it's ironically, I do want to go to heaven, actually. Um, Same, bro. Just not today. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I'm, Same, bro. Probably I'm going to yeah. live for a little bit yeah. here, right? Um, but uh, it was cool seeing like people were using it for like their first dance at their weddings and stuff. But then I had one person who was who had cancer, and it was kind of a song that sort of helped, kind of um, inspire and and create a little hope. Oh. So yeah. it was pretty cool to see that happen. Wow. So you sound really good too. Thanks, man. Yeah, in the morning. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't even sound good till like three. It's weird the job's <laughs> over at like ten. I don't even sound it's good. All those later. TikTok drugs. Yeah, are you yeah. uh, talk, like? And I ask this in a complimentary way because you don't look it right now. You've been running pretty hard because like you've got this success now right it's new but it's you have it are you tired definitely uh, it's been it's been kind of like a uh, a thing of just sort of like balancing like this new level of running you know um and, and trying to make sure that i'm taking a little bit of time for myself when i can and stuff and um but i'm it's like it's like this weird taboo thing where like as an artist you're not supposed to complain about anything that you're going through but it, it is hard it really is but it's great and i love it and i wouldn't change it for the world but it is a challenge you know i ask you that as a compliment because i you know sometimes i have to recheck myself because i get exhausted traveling yeah. and doing this show or touring or whatever it is tv shows it's i get so tired sometimes that i have to go you have worked this hard to be this tired and the same to mm. you like that's mm. what i'm saying to you right that's now good. but for some reason i really like you i just met you for the first time like yeah, I, it's your soft eyes i think yeah. um but it's like be grateful to be so exhausted because you've worked this hard to be so lucky to be so exhausted. And that is, that's, that's a really cool place wow. to be. So I'm glad you're tired. If you would have said, no, I'm good. I mean, oh, you ain't working hard. They, they ain't pushing you then. And they're lying. Like, yeah, you know, they- <laughs> uh, no, my, my manager chief, he, he told me like a couple weeks ago, he's like, he's like, before you were like surviving, like you were surviving, you're working paycheck to paycheck, like everybody, you know, and working as a nurse assistant, he's like, now you're living. Like, your job is flying on an airplane today. Like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, and it's now, just, it's a thing to remember. You're also investing. You're, you may be a broker now, honestly, than you were when you're working as a nurse <laughs> assistant or an Uber. Because there you have money and you're, you're going week to week and yeah. you have a check. Yeah. And it ain't a ton, but it's paying the bills. But now, you, you know, it's tough to make money as a new artist. However, you're investing back into yourself right now. Yeah. And how sure. cool is it that you get to invest into your own art and your friends? You get to take your, your buds with you and... You get to create this this world and community for these guys. Do you, how long you known these guys? You just meet them today or what? Well, what about a year now? Yeah. yeah. About a year now. and um, We call them the Maters with an M. 
And, like uh, tomato? They're the maters. The maters. So tomato. Or do they all like mate cars? with each other when you're not around? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I hear. <laughs> they might be. They might be. That's uh, what I heard. The maters. I was like, well, that's an interesting term <laughs> for a band. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, love's love, baby. Right. Let's go. I don't know what else to call them. <laughs> yes, maters, sir. I guess. <laughs> so, well, why the maters, though, really? Uh, it came from cars, like tomato. And we oh, yeah. Just like, Larry the cable guy. Mater. And then it just kind of stuck. I don't know. And we have a lot of annoying little inside jokes and Quite annoying, actually. You probably heard us a minute. Yeah, yeah, we have. It's a really annoying. It's good, yeah. <laughs> Is there a rule about facial hair? You all have it? There's... Yeah, you have to have it. Well, Stefan doesn't have it. He's got a little mustache. Is Stefan... He's not here, though. No, no. We he, call it Stefan the artist. Is he real? He's the artist. He's the artist. Stefan's like... They pointed at a room and they were like, Stefan doesn't have it. Well, Where? Stefan doesn't have a body or skin either. <laughs> we don't see him, guys. So... <laughs> I can't wait for him to see this. Wait, no, but really, where is he? Yeah, I don't know. They didn't answer. He's in Canada. Oh, oh, Shay, sure he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what they all say. You ever seen Napoleon Dynamite? He has a girlfriend in Canada. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure he is. Um, are you are you playing a lot of shows? A lot. Yep. We just um, got done with Brett Eldridge and Larry Fleet, um, and headline. We have two more headline shows um, for the Whiskey on You tour, and then next year we're going out quite a bit. So it's exciting. So exciting. Are people recognizing you yet? Here and there, here and there. You get the occasional, hey, I know you from somewhere kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Is the long hair in the back, is that from COVID, or has it always been kind of... <laughs> when, I, when I got to town, uh, I showed up in, like, shorts, flip-flops, and a buzzed head with ba- basically no facial hair, and my manager's like, first thing we're going to do is, is grow your beard out and your hair, you know? You had it when you were four, let's do it again. You know? Really? <laughs> let's, 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 let's get a little nostalgic here, you know, and grow this thing out again. Um, did and, they really uh, tell you to grow your hair, though? I know huh? the fourth thing was a joke. Like, we were playing off ourselves. But did they, he tell you to grow your beard out? I'm so glad they did, honestly. You should see some pictures. It's really weird. It's a weird thing. They really told you you should grow your beard out? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who, is they, they still work for you? They're right over here somewhere. Oh. <laughs> Shame on them. Well, he has a beard, too. <laughs> he wanted to he look, like want to look like him. He's living through you vicariously. Hey, let me guess. Failed artist. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. well, that's funny. That's funny. Sorry, I get it. That's good oh, stuff. No. I get it. I've seen Tia's and Tiara's or whatever that show is. You get your- yeah. I get it. I get it. Oh, that's so good. You did a show. Uh, you did. <laughs> you did a song. I'm kidding. You did a song with one of my favorite people and artists, uh, Tennille Towns. Love her. Yeah, like one of the best. I've I've took her on the road with me for a long time. She's just so just such a passionate artist. Yeah. Um, what is what is you guys' relationship? I mean, you toured. You did a song together. You guys. Yeah. Were you guys sing together? What's I, that? Uh, I just cold emailed her and asked if she would is do the song with me. Is that right? Well, I met with Randy Goodman. We were talking. We were having lunch. Um, and, and, and chatting about stuff. And I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to have a feature on this I Don't Want to Go to Heaven song. He's like, who do you have in mind? I'm like, Tennille Towns would be my first choice. He's like, cool. I'm like, sweet. So he's like, yep, just go email her. I was like, what? I don't even know her. And she said, yeah. She said, yeah. You ever hear that song, Jersey on the Wall? Yeah. She does? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, yes, just yes, yes. Like, but that's the same feeling, and my point with coming back to this was that's the same kind of feeling I get, and I don't get a lot with when you sing I Don't Want to Go to Heaven, right? It's, mm. And you sing it so many times, maybe eventually... To you, it's it's a performance. You have to remind yourself what it means because you do it so often. But when you sing that, and I think Amy would probably agree with this too, the first time that we heard it, we we're like, dang. Like, we just want to remind you like how powerful that is because sometimes you need to be reminded. Sometimes I need to be reminded of stuff too. Yeah, that's good. But that's and So don't take that one out of the set list, you know? Because yeah. one day you're going to have a bunch of hits <laughs> and you're going to go, which one do we don't want to play anymore? But you got to make a promise to me that ain't one you're taking out. I think we're leaving it on the TR tour next year. So The TR yeah. and Tierra's tour? Is that what he said? TR. Oh, TR. TR. TR tour. <laughs> oh. You're going out with uh, TR and Cole Swindell? Yes, sir. How was that call? Um, amazing. Yeah, uh, wh- he who called, called me you? and was like, 
you're coming out and we're excited to have you and we're gonna take good care of you and i'm like i heard you have wagyu burgers on on uh in the backstage so that's pretty exciting <laughs> but uh no we're, we're fired up about that it's gonna be great this song i found you the the new single and we're gonna spin it as well and so is that the one after whiskey on you is, yeah. that, is, is so is that but it's not the new it's just what's next is that what you're saying so the, the next next one so i found you came out a few weeks ago um and then we're putting out wreckage um that we've been teasing on on tiktok so these are just songs you're putting out they're not like new singles that you're sh- that you're going hey this is the single single right right right. got it exactly exactly so um but wreckage it, it comes out next week um and then it's like if you if you pre-save it you actually get access because i'm putting a whole album out in february february 17th um so 20 songs on that um and that song will be on there so i'm pretty excited about it well let's play the big hit you care Dude, let's go. Do it. All right. Uh, Nate Smith is here. You guys can follow him. And I am shocked of all the things that you've done and all the stories I've heard about you. The the most impressive and shocking thing to me is that you actually have the Instagram at Nate Smith. We 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 didn't at first. So some some kid had it, didn't use it very much, and so we just had to do a little research and figure out how to how to snag it from him. Did you buy it? I don't know. How th- what did you do, Chief? You don't want to know. It's one of those. He's going oh, like this with money, money fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dang. Here is Nate Smith. Follow him. You can actually go look at him now. At Nate Smith, and this is the song, well, Whiskey on You. You're really good. Nate Smith's here. Really good. Hey, I'm actually texting about you right now. What a fella. Um, so this is what happens a lot of times. Artists come in, and they say stuff. like they, they, Your people give me stuff, and it's all like lovely fluff, and you know they hope I talk about the lovely fluff, and then I try to go around the lovely fluff and still address some of the lovely fluff. And so, but on your sheet, it says that you're good friends with Brett Eldridge because you toured with him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brett's one of my best friends. And so I, te- oh. so I text him while you were performing. <laughs> this is why I text him. I said, you friends with Nate Smith for real or just tour buds? Question mark. Mm. Moment of truth. There we go. Because I didn't know if it was fluff or if it was real. And he said, never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He, did. he said, real friends, really good guy. I said, he's here now. This is the first I met him. I said, his sheet said you were friends, but you know how that is. He said, ha-ha, for sure. I said, any side info? He goes, he's great. You'll really like him. And I've currently got a bubble, but apparently you're really friends with Brett Eldridge. Because <laughs> I didn't know. I, you never you know never about know. that. So what was that tour like? Uh, honestly, it was great. He kind of just showed me the ropes quite a bit and just kind of like, this is how you take care of people. He's an, an amazing leader. So just kind of watching his team like come around him and they just respect him so much and the way that he was with the fans, the way that he performed, I just really was a student. So uh, he says he tried like H to get you to play dodgeball both tours. Okay, well and then you fi- it happened. It happened. I finally did it. How'd it go? How'd dodgeball go? My drummer totally just nailed him. I mean, like in the face. My dad did too. Oh, your dad? You got your dad playing too? Yeah. Everybody's like, "Don't hit the star! Don't hit the star!" He's like, "Why did you not want to play dodgeball?" Uh, I'm just not very athletic, man. Yeah. I, I tried every sport in high school. Like I have, I have the school record for the quickest pin in wrestling. Like I was the one that got pinned. And so, like on the on the wall, it says like like three seconds. They're like we've never seen anything like it. Like it's like he just laid there. It's a banner. They hung <laughs> a banner up in their own school. Wow. That's fun. That would be no, hilarious. I've tried no. every sport. And then I like I, during, when that happened, I walked off, and this girl looked at me, and I'm wearing this leotard thing, and she's like, "You really don't have an ass for that." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah." That's it. That's it. You grew up where? I'm going to go emo, huh? What, what, what's your hometown like? Paradise, California. Small town, um, foothills. Um, there's a lot of country folk there. And If you um, drive into it, is there a sign or how many stoplights, population? 
welcome to paradise. <laughs> may, may it be all that the name implies, what mm. it says when it comes in. But we had a fire there um, four years ago, uh, yesterday to the date, actually, which was kind of crazy because I, um, I did my, my pre-save record announcement yesterday, four-year anniversary, which I, we didn't even know. Like It was just like, whoa. But yeah, it's, it went from like 30,000 to about 1,000 people. And you lost a bunch wow. of stuff in that fire, Everything. right? Yeah. Everything. So when that fire, what, what, was it a wildfire? It was like um, we had some faulty like um, electrical wires that just sparked and then they caught. And it's just really dry there. A lot of pine needles and stuff. And it took off. They said 100 football fields a minute. Um, just wow. Oh yeah. I mean, Gosh. extremely, which I'm like, that sounds too fast, but that's what everyone's saying. So, so when that happens, because I, I never lived in a part of the world that had wildfires and I have friends yeah. that have lived in different, especially in California. Oh yeah. Were, and you were there. Are they like, you got to go and leave everything behind? So I had a doctor's appointment in Chico, which is the town right next to paradise. Um, so I had to leave anyway. So I'm leaving and everybody's like packing up their cars. I'm like, this is so dramatic. Why are we doing all this? And my mom's like, there's a fire. I'm like, there's always a fire. Like, I'm not worried about it, you know? So I didn't really understand what was going on. I got out of it and then I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, it looks like Armageddon. And, you know, my brother's calling me like, I'm having a tough time getting out of here. And it was, it was really scary. And it, bur- it burnt up all your stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. If I would have been sleeping, I don't know what would have happened, so. Well, have you ever seen Nirvana live? Nirvana live? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, gosh. What? You're I mean, making fun of Abby. Mm-hmm. Well, Abby, he said. It's my his, favorite band. Yeah, and then Abby in the interview, yeah. I was listening, she goes, you ever see him live? And I'm like, they di- he died in like 94. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Abby, can oh, you boy. come to the microphone? I'm just going to ask her. How'd you, how'd you feel I was I waiting did? for this. How'd you feel <laughs> I did on the interview? Great. Yeah. You'd well, I had, a bunch of, I had a bunch from yours mm-hmm. to lean from, and I felt like I already knew him. You can hear her. She's hiding. She's in on a oh, microphone. Oh, oh, you can't hear her. I can't see oh, you. I can't. Yeah, yeah, never. Dang it. I was just asking her how I did. Okay. She said not as good as her. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I didn't yeah. say that. She did. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> oh, he, no. oh, he's better than you thought. Performing Wait, hold, hold on. What? How, how oh, did Nate do? The question. Okay, got it. You like that? I got. Do you like that color on him? The jacket? He's, she's not saying nice. anything, Nate. I'm making fun of her. <laughs> okay, look, Nate, you did great. It's awesome. I really enjoyed you. Just in general, you guys follow at Nate Smith. Or on TikTok at Nate Smith Music, you have over you have um, over a million followers on TikTok. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm angry. <laughs> How? <laughs> like I'm approaching. I'm not even there yet. I'm getting close, but I'm not there yet. And I'm like, you have over a million. Oh, you have over a million. Dude, thanks thanks for having us. I mean, this is like I, I don't even care if it sounds whatever, but just this has been a huge bucket list for me. Like just for for a long time, and and I, I just honestly can't believe I'm here. Well, so, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. You've been I mean, it's been great. You yeah. you guys sound great. Um, sound guy, awesome job. He sounded great. Yeah, great like, job. We all, yeah, sound guy. Yeah, yeah, we don't. What's your name, sound guy? Pistol Penson. Pistol. You, everybody's got a weird name. <laughs> we got like Hebrew. That, we got that, Hebrew Harry, Pistol Penson, <laughs> Laundromat Larry. Is that also from Cars? He well, he was like rushing us when we were trying to like we had to get to the next show, and he's like, no one's getting Starbucks today. We gotta get going. I was like, geez, he's like a little pistol, huh? So <laughs> we call him Pistol Penson, eh? Yeah, I bought him a little like keychain gun, and it didn't go so well. Uh, it's excellent, yet. excellent airport gift. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> All right, Nate Smith at Nate Smith. Great job, guys. And Nate, Thank you. you know, well, when this song hits number one, mm-hmm. you don't even got to come play. Just come back up. We'll celebrate it up here. All right, buddy. That mean the world, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't promise you anything, but I feel like it's doing yeah. pretty good. All right. Happy to come back anytime. All right, there he is, Nate Smith. Everybody, this teenager nearly aced her driver's test. Nailed it. And then she drove right out and drove it into a river. Oh, right, right, river. Yeah. Yeah. She did a TikTok. Uh, just because you've passed your driving test well doesn't mean you're an amazing driver. 
she was over the moon, she said, and then she gets out, and then boosh, drove right in. It was rainy weather, it was dark, but drove right in there. Sometimes, I'm telling you, that GPS, mm-hmm. not river, but like, it'll say turn here, and I'm confused, like 50 feet or 100 feet or 20 feet. <laughs> I've almost turned into some bad situations. Not a river, but like a one-way or a park. Sometimes I'll pull down in a parking lot, and I'm like, all right, turn, wait, oh man, let's yeah. build it. All the time. A couple of weeks ago, I saw a story of uh, some man that his GPS said turn right, so he just turned right and he went off a cliff and died. You have what? to use your eyes, though, too, everybody. Yeah, guys. Oh don't my. just listen to the. Know, yeah, yeah, turn right. Okay, why not? <laughs> don't, you don't even look. Can't do that. Okay, okay, I know, I know, but just that's use this as a warning to pay attention. Yeah, that's crazy that he didn't see. What I on know. It was a cliff. Or whatever it was. I don't know. The road broke off or the bridge wasn't there and it was I supposed to be there. I nervous, too. I'm not good at the feet. Mm. It's like, okay, turn in 300 feet. I take the next turn. Yeah. Even if there's oh. one past it, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you know, let's just get off here. I have to look at the actual map. You know, like it's a like paper map? Unfold a paper. No, 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 no. The map on the, <laughs> on the phone. No. <laughs> no, the map on the phone where it has the blue line. Yeah. I have to look at that. And when my little car animation gets close to it, now I know where to turn. I look at the numbers of the signs. Yeah, my wife does the same. Also, sometimes it'll be a little delayed mm-hmm. or a little early. I tell myself that. And I'm like, okay, 87A. That's where I need to get off. I don't care about how many feet mm-hmm. it is. 87A. That's it. That's it. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Netflix is being criticized for commercializing murder. You know, my wife said to me the other day, because I said, hey, let's watch Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh-huh. She's like, I can't. I don't want to watch that. I feel like we're celebrating and they're making a murderer famous. And I was like, yeah. But it's a long time ago. And we know it's... She's like, you can watch it. I just am probably going to check out on that one. I said, well, what about Ted Bundy? I said, that was good. She goes, yeah, you watch it. I didn't watch it. I didn't want to feel like Ted Bundy was cool. And I'm like, well, I don't think he's cool. But then I was like, she's right. Like We've kind of made them into celebrities. Yeah, yeah. it says here, the article that was talking about it, it was like... This serial killer extended universe treating like real life killers sort of like the Avengers or something like there's this team of people that are out there doing this stuff because there's another show that Netflix just ordered another season of called The Watcher, which is a true story of a couple that was receiving terrifying letters from a stalker. Don't spoil it. That's, that's We're going to watch it. You are? But it's not real, is it? It is a true story. It's a true story. Well, I agree, but I still watch. I still want to watch. I know it's it is hard because you want to know. I could only watch episode one of Dahmer, and I was done. I couldn't go any further. I can't um, believe you wanted to watch that. I'm Buzz. not. Well, I love I love anything history, right? I know, but this is that's a crazy one that I don't even want to see the visuals of what happened there. I know that it's real and sad, but I guess because it's in the past, and I feel like I can differentiate. But I'm also just so curious. In all different ways. Like, I'm curious about Tim Tebow because the guy's so selfless to, to a level that I don't know. But Jeffrey Dahmer, so absolutely insane. That it's I'm, like, I, yeah, the psychology piece of it. All of it. I just, mm-hmm. people that are away something, I'm just so curious about. And so it's not so much about the murder, but I do agree. And I, I agree with my wife. And I totally respect the fact she'd want to watch it, but I'm probably gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched I watched the Bundy one. Yeah. And and my wife was like, well, they made him all hot and stuff. The Je- new Jeffrey Dahmer. Like they made him hot. I was oh, like, yeah, and I, he it. wasn't right. Like, no. Mm. okay, no, but they made this. And Ted Bundy, they played. They had Zac Efron play him in the movie That's part. That's right. They, yeah. You trying to tell me they're not making sensationalizing it? I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. watch it. <laughs> all right, what else? Well, Thanksgiving is less than two weeks away, and some of you might be like, ah, I'm just not a cook. I'm not going to be able to contribute in that way. Well, I have some things you can start thinking about doing 
come Thanksgiving Day. You can be a part of the clean the house team. Oof, nope. Or, or yeah, dishes. Dishwasher. Oof, worse. Nope. What? You gotta okay. do something. Oh no no, I'm gonna have to do all this, but I, I don't want to, and I'm gonna act like I'm not. I'm gotcha. play tough right now, but I'm gonna be doing all that. You could uh-huh. you could volunteer to do the shopping, which would be super helpful. You no could help way. set the table. Oh god! If there's kids at the house, maybe be in charge of entertaining them. Ah. Uh, do drink duty. Oh, yeah, what about this one? Take photos. Um. Yeah, I'll probably do a little bit of all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one here, which I don't know that, Bobby, you would like, is play taxi. So if you've got guests coming from in and out of town that are house, like save the host a trip to the airport or wherever to the hotel and offer to do the driving. Everybody's already there. Good. But all the rest of the stuff I will get- never do, except I will. Okay. I'll, I'll secretly have to do all of it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And just want to quickly shout out Jelly Roll because he's making a huge donation, $250,000 to incarcerated youth. So he's putting in a recording studio at a detention center where he actually spent a lot of time as a kid and he hopes that it'll help inspire them to not want to go back to jail. By the way, Jelly Roll's an artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, Not yes. just a Jelly Roll. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> jelly Roll. He's so new. I'm, I'm assuming a lot of our audience don't know who he is. He has a song called Son of a Center that's out as well. But his name is Jelly Roll. Roll. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call him when you hang out. Just Jelly? He, well, his name is Jason DeFord. You don't call him that. Jason Jelly Jason. <laughs> I don't know what you call him, but good for him. I like it. All right, that's it. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Being in a high-rise building and it catching fire has got to be one of the scariest things ever because you're so high up. This one woman in particular was hanging out of the 20th floor window. But shout out New York City Fire Department because they also can hang from windows on ropes and they were able to save her life along with somebody else. Dozens of other people were saved in the whole thing, but this one was obviously dramatic hanging from the 20th floor window. And I got the chief and another firefighter talking about it. The victim that was hanging outside the window was caught on the child gate. My role was to go under the victim and start to hold her weight so the member above me could free her arm. When moments like this happen, there's no room for mistakes and you just have to work together. The only chance for those people to be rescued was with what we consider our last resort, which is the life-saving rope. Heroic. It was awesome you know, that they were able to do that. Got to shout out Danny DeVito for saving her. <laughs> so <laughs> like it. I totally sound like it. <laughs> yeah. But that's just a crazy job, a job that requires a lot of bravery. I'm glad somebody will do it because I definitely don't have that gene. But saving lives, not just that one, but every single day. So shout out to all of our first responders. It's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't try distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Amy, if you woke up and there was 500 bucks extra in your bank account. Yeah. Feel pretty good about it? I mean, but I would also wonder where it came from, and then I'd need to figure that out, because I don't want to spend it and then have to pay it back. What if it was a million bucks? Yeah, I'd definitely try to figure it out. That'd be crazy. That'd be so Come awesome. To Papa. But I mean, I, I've had that Excuse happen. Me? Come to Papa. Can you imagine if there was a million dollars in... Papa. Yeah. Who says that? Me. Yeah. I just did. million bucks in your bank account. Oh my gosh, I would flip. What, like, would you, what would you do? I would take a picture for sure. First, a screenshot of it, like just to say I had it, and then I have to call the bank. Okay. This guy woke up and he had a trillion dollars extra in his bank account. What? Oh, wow. Trillion? Ha. His name is Chris Williamson. Uh. One night he invested 20 bucks into Coinbase cryptocurrency. A few days later, he got in and the balance was $173 trillion. That is crazy. It's a glitch. It's a glitch. It okay, didn't go okay, up that okay. much. I was like, wow. Yeah. And the account had then been frozen, so he couldn't transfer that money from his real account. Like as soon as they realized. But he is like, I, th- I think I have a bunch of money. Well, here. you never know with that crypto, right? Yes, you do know. Oh, it doesn't go <laughs> that yes, much. Yes, you okay. do. Know. Okay. Time for the morning corny, Amy. Let's go. The morning corny. How did Albert Einstein celebrate Thanksgiving? How? He was very thankful. <laughs> <laughs> Think. That was the morning corny. Go on the Bobby Bones show now. Keith Urban. Everybody say good morning to Keith. Morning, morning Keith. Keith. Morning. I was commenting. I was <laughs> commenting. literally seems like being back in class. It's so funny. <laughs> commenting about you because we were both backstage at the CMAs and everybody was just trying to get a second with you. You're you know, the bell of the ball when you do something like this. And rightfully so, former entertainer. Of the, I think you have 13 or 14 CMAs. So you're there, and I don't want to bother you. Although I do love you personally and feel like if we were at a restaurant, I would stop and talk and sit and talk. Yeah. Like, I feel like we're, yeah. we have that relationship. Totally. But I want to, as a professional. You've been to my house many times. Absolutely. Bobby. But it's a professional thing. I'm like, hey, Keith, hey, Keith, good to see you. And you had the wherewithal to go, hey, I'm coming up to do your show. And I'm like, how the world did he remember that in the middle of all of these, like, way more important people? Do you prioritize being a kind person, or is that just like intrinsically inside of you? I, I, I think it's more about being in the moment. But I mean, I sh- you were it, it wasn't even like you saw me and thought you were like, "Hey, I'm gonna come do your show." I was like, "How are you thinking about that right now?" Whenever you have all of this going on, are you that in love with me? Be honest. <laughs> I am. Is that what it is? You're just so <laughs> excited. Okay, I am. I can accept that. I am. I was just. I was be- looking for you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. really speaking to how like. <laughs> 
Genuine. I actually have a countdown wall, a clock on my wall, for when I was coming in here this morning. It's been up there for weeks. Bobby. So it was just ready then. It's just counting down. Well, I was commenting to the guys. Like, just how, like, Thank you for sending me the clock, by the way. Okay. <laughs> it's my face, and it counts down to me. But I do. You're like the best. You're the best. I don't know how you do it, but you're consistently generous and kind with your emotions and just an understanding of where you are. So I'm not like asking a question, but I just want to Honestly, recognize I mean, it's, that. It's re- genuinely grateful <clears throat> for where I am and what I get to do, genuinely, which has come from contrasts of the, the complete opposite of that. You know, what you, Where you weren't grateful? Um, where I wasn't in a healthy place in my life. And I've been playing music since I was, you know, seven years old on stages and um, playing in clubs since I was 12, 13. It's all I've ever done. And at some point, you know, uh, especially coming to Nashville early on and just like hitting brick wall after brick wall. It, it, it was really, really tough. And there was years and years of just constant rejection and just dark, a dark place in my life. So coming through that and getting to where I am today is why I'm so grateful for it. Was there a person, and was it Nicole, that has been, you know, who's, I don't know, motivated and inspired you, like, uh, been your at main advisor on on hey positivity like search that out. She's very good with that. Yeah, she's very good at uh, trying to just keep be a bit more. Po- I mean, we can both fall into that ne- negativity trap, but she's very good at um, moving past it. If I'm not feeling creative, or if I'm tired, and I really have to, if I have a, a show coming up and I got to think some stuff, I take I take a shower. Like that's my place to go where I can really think. Do you, have a, do you have a place like that or do you have even a place that you go that is like a vacation spot where it's like, I just need to recharge and I'm tired, I'm creatively exhausted. And where do you go? What do you do? The beach does that for me. It doesn't matter which one? Nope. I just love being in the salt water. It's, it's unbelievably healing. You, do you swim in the ocean? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't care if it's freezing cold or hot. It doesn't matter. You'll get in the cold yeah. ocean. Mm. I assume... Now, I never had an affinity for the beach, but I grew up in a landlocked state in Arkansas. I never had it. We never went on vacation, so I didn't know the beach at all until I got older. But you growing up where there was a lot of water, do you think that's what it is? Does sure, it remind yeah. you of a happier time when you were a child, maybe? Probably. I mean, it's just cathartic for me, being in, uh, being in the ocean anywhere. I don't know. I guess there's just all those stinging things in the salt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just so foreign to me. You ever wonder what's way down there? Because... We look up for aliens, right. but we can't get to the bottom of the ocean. So you've been watching ancient aliens, haven't it's you? Because they live under the water. We literally have no idea what's under there. there. No, we know. can go up further than we yeah. can go down. I know. It's crazy, right? But, That's but, a whole show unto itself right now. But I could do it right. I mean, you and I could do the, the show I'm about aliens underwater. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah. fascinated by me thinking about this because yeah. I'm probably wrong. You have a room full of aliens right here. You could ask them where they all Where do you guys all live? <laughs> Is it underwater? Is that alien language? Yeah. yeah. Hey, what's the difference? Because I know you're doing another residency at the Zappos Theater Planet mm, Hollywood. Yeah. What's the difference in a show like that and a show if you're touring around the country? Uh, you can build stuff that you don't have to worry about packing up. That's cool. Putting in a truck every night. Because it stays? Yeah, because sometimes I come up with ideas for our shows and they're like, we can't put that in the venue. And I'm like, ah, you know, it won't fit in a truck, blah, blah, mm. blah. So you don't have to worry about that. Do you have to do a lot of cre- pre-creative for these shows? Because you're talking about building and putting things yeah. out there. Is yeah. it a different kind of creative? Yeah, and, and always coming up with something different is challenging. Because we've seen it all. And, and, and I'm always trying to think of some other thing, just some other thing 
that I haven't seen. That's tough to think of things you haven't seen. Yeah. You ever think of a thing that gets, that they're like, no, you can't, you just can't do that. Like you cannot do the huge inflatable butt crack. That was one of the ideas. I was say, yeah. that was it. Like you that can't was walk one. in and out of it during the I mean, do you ever have an idea where like Keith we can't do that? Why would that be the first thing I don't you know. think of? I don't know. It's, it's, I was it wondering the same volume. thing. I know it does. <laughs> uh, the residency. That's why you win. Keith and the Inflatable Butt Crack starts Friday, March 3rd, <laughs> 2023. There is no butt crack. Uh, 16 dates. The, I will say this about the show. It is more intimate in this theater because you're right on top of you. Yeah. And that does sound, that sounds good too. Yeah, if you've but, just joined us. Yes, yeah, uh, but it, you're much closer <laughs> to the audience. Yeah. That, but, uh, you know, I, like I said, I grew up playing the clubs. Every gig to me is a club. Whether there's five people or 50,000, it's a club. And I play I play it like it's a club. Tickets on sale. Ticketmaster.com slash Keith Urban Vegas. Uh, all of our Vegas listeners or people traveling to Vegas, go to this show. It is excellent. Go see Keith if he's touring, but this, these shows specifically are really good because, again, you're, you're super close to Keith. It's very personal. We're going to come back in one second. I do want to play your new song, though, The Street Call Maine. Oh, care, thank you. Do you care if we play it? Please. What if he said no? Hey, tell me about, the, tell me about <laughs> Street Call Maine. Why, why did you record this one? Uh, it, you know, I realize when, when we get sent songs, and obviously I write a lot of songs, but when I hear a song, I realized the other day I'm hearing it the same way that your listeners hear it for the first time. It's the same thing. I'm, I didn't write it. I'm, I hit play. The song hits me and I go, oh, my God, I love this song. I love the melody, the lyric, the sentiment, everything about it. And that was what Street Cold Man was that for me. Keith's got a residency in Vegas, March 3rd. It's a 16-date run. I hope you go. Ticketmaster.com slash Keith Urban Vegas. You ever thought about doing a concept album of a completely different genre? Some would say I've done that. Um. <laughs> but, but, for example, death metal, right. hip-hop, pol- something that's so far removed yeah. from your influences, which I say you've successfully brought influences into country music that other people now use and is normal. I think right. that's a huge, hopefully that's a compliment to you. Um, you ever thought about doing a, a crazy concept album? Because you're inspired by... Not really a concept. I'm always curious about the, what you said, though, taking a, a genre and seeing if there's a way I can fuse that into what I do. Because I mean, it's still got to it's still got to resonate with um, with uh, with a through line, a flow that feels right. As a, otherwise, it's just gratuitous and it doesn't work. You know. I was talking to Breland a couple times. Breland and I are pretty good buddies now. Yeah. And he says, "Really How smart well, is that guy." Uh, you, I, I have to sit up straight and tall when I talk yeah. to him because yeah, yeah. I got to be ready. Yeah. He's super sharp. And he's not pressing me, or ch- but just talking to him, he is so bright. Yeah. That it it feels like he's challenging you, but he's being normal. Uh-huh. When you write, you, yeah. you reach out to him. Why would you reach out to Breland for the first time to go, "Hey man, I'd like to write with you"? Like, what did you hear about him? What did you hear from him? I read him? an interview with him, and the way he spoke in the interview, the way he s- saw music and putting things together and fusing and so forth, I went, "That's that's a guy that speaks my language." When a new artist comes in to write with you, do you have the understanding that they're probably pretty nervous to write with you because of your success? I don't think about that. Uh, I'm I'm always like, gosh, I hope I show up today. You know what I mean? And you're good- still putting it on you after all these years oh, and all the well, success. Well, you you you, you, you I mean because writing's it's so mysterious. You know, you have it with the show, right? You show up and you go like you're just firing on all cylinders and things are like just flowing. And then another day, you just can barely get things going. And when you're writing with anybody, you want to have a day where the flow shows up. What about a live show where that's happening? Because again, like you said, if you do things. 
at a high level enough times, sometimes you're not going to be at that level, just yeah. natural human. Yeah. What if you're having a down day and you've got to do a show? Because I know it's so important to you to give the audience what they came to see. How are you propelling yourself to that spot to give them the best show, even if you're not feeling it? I, I think that's got to be just an in the moment um, thing where whatever it takes. And I think I always think, first of all, it's awareness that I'm not firing on all cylinders right now. And then, okay, why not? I, I tell you what stays with me. Um, when I was in my cover band, we played a show and it wasn't, it was a small gig, you know, a few hundred people at this bar that we we're playing. I came off stage and I said to my drummer, man, that audience was just crap. Were they just the crappest audience? And he looked right at me and goes, you ever think it might've been you? And then he just walked off and I was like, wait, what, oh. what, me, what? You know? <laughs> and I was like, damn, he's, he was right. It was me. It wasn't them. And I can't tell you how much that stays with me when I want to go to that place in a gig. Whenever you're playing a show and if you're, you know, you're talking about the crowd or it could be you, when do you get to enjoy a show? When's the last time you've, you went to a show and got to actually enjoy it being someone who's watching? Oh, gosh. We went and saw Harry Styles in uh, Paris. We were over there at the time. In Paris? Yeah, wow. which was amazing to see him there. Um, I think the last one that really, like, hit me was the 1975 who played here at the Ascend Amphitheater maybe a year or two ago. What about, because we listened to them too, what about 1975 do you like? The spirit of that band. They got a spirit. And it's in their audience too. And you just go and just sort of immerse in it. It's the first time ever. We have people come to our show, and you, I bet you have this too. People come to your show repeatedly again and again, and you're like, why do you keep coming back to this? A lot of the times it's the same show and you're like, you're here again and again. And why? And they go, I just want that feeling. I come to get that feeling. And I've never understood that until I went and saw the 1975 at Ascend. And I was driving home. I went and saw him on my own. Nick was out of town. I'm driving home. And my first thought was, oh, I think they're playing Atlanta tomorrow night. I could probably drive. And I went, oh my God, there it is. <laughs> I'm thinking of driving to Atlanta to see this band. Why? Because I wanted that feeling. Oh, what a compliment. Yeah. You, and also you went to a show by yourself? Yeah. No way. Yeah. You drove yourself. Yeah. Where do you park? Uh, I actually there, I parked in a little spot not too far from us. <laughs> okay. A so parking spot. Great. You get, you, yeah. get a, you get a good spot yeah. and you walk. Because the concert had started, so I, I just sort of, there was no, people weren't around. You just went by yourself? Yeah. You ever go eat by yourself? Yeah, all the time. No way. You're not, that can't be true. All the time. And you just go in and be like, hello, I like to have a table for one. Yeah. The last three days in a row, I've gone out and had lunch on my own. Are you lonely? No. You know, you just text me, buddy. If you're having a tough day, <laughs> just be like, hey, I'm No, going. sometimes it's like, it's that moment that I really love. Just a bit of quiet, a bit of, you know, it's good. When do you hear a song? When can you, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Last time you heard a song where you were like, man, like that emotionally touches me. Like the, the message or the lyric or the vocal or sonically that touches me. What's done it for you lately? Golly gee, I can't think of one right now. Do you pursue different- What about Glimpse of Us, Joji? It's so beautifully written. It's a beautiful- By Joji? Yeah, J-O-J-I. Oh, Glim Joji? Jo yeah, Joji, yeah. Like a Joji berry? Like a Goji berry? Just Joji. Yeah. Joji. Yeah. Okay, I want to check it out. of Us, it's a gorgeous song. Okay. Break but, your heart. There's the answer. Anytime I ask Keith about music, I'm like, hey, what about this? It's always like, you ever heard of uh, Experimental Road, uh, track 719? <laughs> and I'm like, I never That's do. That's a good name. And then, then he'll text me to be like, check this out. And then I'll listen to it. And then like three months later, I'll be like, Hey, remember I've seen him seven times now, Keith. Thank you for, very much for sharing that. <laughs> Eric, Eric Church sends me sent things like that all the time, obscure things. He sent me somebody that did a cover of uh, Sounds of Silence the other day. 
Like Simon something. and Garfunkel? Yeah, but it was this uh, Scottish guy, I think. It's just crazy cover. You ever hear a cover of your song and you go, man, they crushed that because it's a little different and they've interpreted it a different way? Um, I haven't heard one recorded. No, I'd like to. I'd like to. I got one. Here, Ray, play Play this. This is uh, Somebody Like You, but in Spanish, polka. Go ahead, Ray. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> I was so ready for, for that. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, look, everybody, I want you to go watch Keith. He's, uh, he'll be in Vegas. I'm going to learn that song in Spanish. <laughs> Zappos Theater, uh, Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino, Friday, March 3rd for 16 dates. Yeah. Ticketmaster.com. Slash. Not consecutively, by the way. Yeah, but. That'd be a long. Line. Yeah. Yeah. What's the longest you've ever been out in a row? Back when you were going, going, would you ever do? Have you ever done sixteen in a row? Not in a row, but I mean, most shows in a year. You think you've done three hundred? Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Really? I bet coming up. Yeah, because if you throw in radio visits and you know, Oof, all yeah. of that, stuff, hate those. Yeah. Don't we hate those? Don't we? Uh, no, we when, hate radio people. When you we hate radio to, no, you know when you're a new artist and you got to come and do the conference room auditions of despair, yeah. as I used to call them. Yeah, mm-hmm. those ones. Otherwise yeah. known as free pizza. Yeah, you hate it here. We get it. We get it. There he is. Hey, one final question. You I got saw good t- coffee, though. That's good. Oh, is that our coffee? Yeah. You're welcome. A little something we brought in. Thank you. Yeah. Called, it's called uh, New Zealand Delight. It's called Winner's Coffee. Uh, yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. I saw a video on TikTok of somebody filming you coming out of a gas station. Did you see that one? No. Me? Yeah. You were buying snacks randomly by yourself at a gas station? See, I told you I go out to lunch. I'm like... <laughs> Does, when you do that, does the cashier ever go, hey, Keith Urban? Yeah. Sometimes? sometimes? Yeah. The funniest one is I go, does anybody ever tell you you look like Keith Urban? I go, all the time. And they go, it's crazy. You, you really do. And then that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you just let it be? Yeah. That's awesome. They go, uncanny. Sometimes people will go, I know you from somewhere. Right. But then what do you say? Because they're like, you're just so familiar to me. And if I go, oh, could uh, Bob Elcho, American Idol. Yeah. yeah. Mm-mm. Or this one, and you must get this. Are you who I think you are? Who am I? I I'm don't like, know what you I'm do. barely who I think I am. So. <laughs> what do you say to that if it's like, I know you from, if someone comes up to you and goes, I know you from somewhere, what yeah. do you say? Probably I get that all the time. Because you look familiar. Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Are you the bass player for Casey Musgraves? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's you? That's me. <laughs> uh, Keith Urban, um, love him. Go watch him. B- best live performer there is. And that's all. Keith Urban, the Las Vegas residency. Uh, March, June, and July, there are 16 shows at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Keith, good to see you. One of those nights will have a Spanish version of somebody like you. Spanish? Polka. Polka. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm, I'm going to do it. You're not, but I love... I love. <laughs> you know I like a challenge. I, do you I, speak other languages? No. Oh, Australian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there he is. Everybody say bye, Keith. Bye, bye Keith. Keith. Right, guys. <laughs> good to see you. Thank you, you too. <laughs> You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. It's time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. We'll start with this. Donuts, cereal, and pizza should be redefined as drugs. Scientists say highly processed foods are just as addictive and harmful as cigarettes. Well, cigarettes aren't classified as a drug, though. Just just for the record. (laughs) Um, But let me move on here. Processed foods are addictive and as dangerous as cigarettes, experts say. Researchers say the products meet the same addiction standards as nicotine. The foods have been linked to obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and other issues. The scientists are calling for restrictions on the marketing of foods. You know, I bet all this happens sort of with cigarettes because cigarettes weren't bad either until they were bad. I mean, they used to have TV commercials. Doctors used to go, I recommend this cigarette. Mm, So this same thing and people would be like, that's ridiculous. Cigarettes are fine. Same thing happened with cigarettes. It's happening with processed sugar now where people are like, come on, that's fine. We've had it forever, so it's just got to be fine. Surely people wouldn't lie to us about the the negative things. You get my point, right? Yeah. So don't hear this and roll your eyes and go, well, that can't be true because it was once felt that cigarettes were just normal and basically like candy too. And okay, so you get lung cancer from cigarettes. You get... Diabetes, heart disease, obesity, worse than that from eating sugar daily than you do smoking cigarettes and how it connects to lung cancer. Yeah, but you threw pizza in there. Like, what? What? what well, you pizza just like have pizza. Yeah, I know, and I like donuts, and I like I love sugar. I, I think story's dumb too. I'll be honest with you. Stupid man, <laughs> move on. <laughs> There's probably a lot, a lot, a lot of truth. Yeah, here. probably. There's probably a lot of truth here. I love sugar, man. Oh, donuts. <laughs> Donuts are so good. Hey, somebody's probably saying that about drugs, too. You know? like, yeah, oh, I love they whatever. do. <laughs> but donuts are legal. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. There's not an age. <laughs> you can go get them at the store. I don't need to go about in an alley. You don't need to know a guy. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. Somebody doesn't open up, go into their pocket, and hand me a donut <laughs> quietly. I just get a donut. So there you go. That's number one. If you had a child, what do you think would be worse? Finding out they were being bullied or finding out they are a bully? Lunchbox, I'll go to you. Being bullied. Because then they're the weak one. Mm, Interesting. I would say they are the bully would be way worse. That's not how we do. Yeah. We're not. We don't bully people. I would rather them be. You actually learn something from being bullied. I did. But I don't think you learn anything from bullying. Mm. What do you, uh, Amy? Yeah, I would just feel like, shoot, where did I mess up as a parent? Where did he learn this behavior? Why is he doing this? 
I mean, I would try to meet it with compassion, but at the same time, I'd be judging myself. Eddie? Yeah, that's tough. I feel like if he was being bullied, though. Why do we always go he, guys? Why do we think girls? My boys. I have boys. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, I'm just thinking my, my no. kids. All right, all right. Uh, if they were being bullied, I would feel that'd be hard because I'd have to deal with the bully. Or yeah, how they'd rather than bully other kids and be bullied. No, yeah. I can do that. I can deal with that. I can have talks with him and figure that out. But the other okay. way around, that's I have an to, interesting perspective. That's kind of what I thought. Like how your relationship and how you would fix either one. Sure. If he's the bully, I can handle that. Okay. I'll talk to him about that. You know what? I can subscribe to that. That's pretty good. Yeah, same side, me and you. No, but not for the same reason. <laughs> but no. yours was you don't want your kid to be weak. Yeah, his was want... he can fix it better. Correct. If he's actually one on one with the issue. But then, but also, if your kid's being the bully, you have to like the compassion part. I was speaking to is like they're mu- they must be hurting, right? Because those bullies are hurting other people. Oh, for sure. Hurting. I'd bully. So I'd it's... bully the bully back. I'd bully my kid. <laughs> oh, you like being bullied? You shove you. I'd get a locker just for the house and shove him in it. Yeah. And then stick his head in the toilet. Oh, you like, God. you like that? These are all. Yeah, the you don't like that, do you? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel good, does it? That happens. And then too. I'd get bullied. Circle of life. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In the news, money does buy happiness. Boom. What I tell you. People given $10,000 in a one-of-a-kind experiment report feeling happier months after spending it all. Yeah. Why, why are you holding your arms up? You didn't I've been, win. I've been trying to tell you guys money b- buys happiness. You guys, oh, money doesn't buy happiness. That, 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 that. Scientific proof. I, People it. given a five-figure one-time sum were happier than their peers even months after spending it all. In ah. a one-of-a-kind social experiment, researchers at the University of BC recruited 300 people and gave around half $10,000. They were monitored for six months and compared to a group who went about their normal lives and did not receive money. By the end of the study, people in the cash group reported feeling happier regardless of how they spent it. Happiness gains were the highest for those who had the least money before the study and got the money. Cash recipients earning $10,000 per year received twice as much happiness as those that didn't. What do you think about that? I mean, what a great study. How would you like to be selected and they just give you $10,000? Oh, the <laughs> They'd select like, me and then not, not give me money. I can already tell. That would be great. Uh-huh. You're required to spend it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, listen. It, it's not shocking. This is a, a jolt. Exactly. Six months, they said. Yeah, it's like, here's some money. Boom, we're just going to walk. Of course, everybody's going to be happier if you just, it's like scratching off a lottery ticket. Yeah. You're just happy because you won something. But yes, $10,000 makes life a lot easier for a second. But I think what happiness is referring to is general happiness, like satisfaction of life. And they were generally happier for six months more than the other I'm people. I'm not arguing with you that getting 10000 bucks wouldn't make me happy. Because it's nice. Right. It'd be awesome. I'd like it right now. I'd, be, I'd do this experiment <laughs> right now. So there's that. That's the end of that one. Uh, Jeff Bezos gives Dolly Parton $100 million. Oh, man, that's awesome. What if she just kept it? Yeah, I mean, she, she was like, I was fooling you guys you. the whole time. <laughs> I was going to keep this. But Jeff Bezos has announced Dolly Parton as a winner of the Bezos Courage and Civility Award and the $100 million prize. So basically what happens is they give people $100 million bucks and say donate to the charities of your choice with this $100 million. That that's is awesome. awesome. $100 million. I mean, that's like nothing to him, right? Does he write a check for that? Like, literally. I would it, imagine it's a, it's a transfer, a wire transfer. Okay. Or... If they're really smart, they go $100 million. They actually never give them the money. They say, well, donate it to whomever you want. Then they also get the tax break when they give it. Uh, That's probably what it is. But it's still a huge win for Dolly. So Dolly will never touch the money. I don't know this. is No, no, no. Don't take what I'm saying. (laughs) So Dolly's not going to dinner? No, no. What I'm saying is (laughs) he's worth $124 billion. So, yes, $100 million. It ain't nothing to him. That is crazy. But it's still something to him because it's $100 bucks. Yeah. Right? 
But I would imagine if my brain is doing what my brain does, that the $100 million prize is paid out from their fund okay. to whomever Dolly wants. Oh, so it doesn't go to Dolly. Dolly I would imagine it doesn't go to Dolly. It goes to her charity I, thing? I, I don't know. You keep asking if I... I don't know, but that's what I would think. And she can do whatever she wants. Like, she, she said she's... I would assume she's going to give it to her book charity, right? Probably not right? all $100 million. Yeah, she could what? divvy it up. She I would could assume say... she gives it to a lot of different people. Probably East Tennessee, probably the book. That's probably. a lot of money. She gave a bunch of money to Vanderbilt when they did the, the vaccine. Yeah. She does scholarships. Yeah, but that book thing's pretty cool. You get a free book once a month. Every kid. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really Never cool. had to buy my kid a book. Maybe you should, dollar. though. Okay. Wait. All right. Maybe you should buy you a book occasionally. <laughs> no, no, I get one every month. Uh-huh. Every kid. I have three kids. I get three different books every month. It's Wait, simple. you don't pay, like, a subscription or anything? No. no you don't pay. Why is he a part? Because like- they were born in Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, Boom. any it's- kid born in... Okay, you're right. Okay. Yeah, it's normal. I know. Well. A nuclear engineer... And their wife, who tried to sell Navy secrets in peanut butter sandwiches, is sentenced to espionage. What? Crazy. Tell me this, more. This is the show. Yeah. I was reading about this last night. A former Navy nuclear engineer and his wife, who were accused of trying to sell military secrets using a peanut butter sandwich, found out how long they'll serve in prison. A judge sentenced Jonathan, 44, to 19 years and four months. Wow. And his wife, 21 years and 10 months. They both have also been hit with fines. Federal investigators say they tried to sell restricted data related to the design of a nuclear-powered Navy ship. Both pleaded guilty. They put an SD card at a prearranged dead drop in West Virginia, and it looks like in a peanut butter sandwich. Wow. And that's what the movie's called, right? Peanut butter butter jelly? Really? No, I mean, if you make one. Well, I thought there was already one made. No, I'll say if you make it, that's what you that's, that's what you call crazy. it. That's crazy. They'd fool me. I hate peanut butter so much. They'd be like, all right, Bobby, look, we think there's a drop card in the peanut butter. Oh. Forget it. I'm no out. No way. I'm not, I hate peanut butter. I'm not getting that. A couple marking their anniversary found a 1.9 carat diamond at the Crater of Diamond State Park. Where Lunchbox went and couldn't find anything. Do you know how many people tag me in this stupid story? Oh, looks like you need to go back. You didn't dig hard enough. <laughs> Shut up, people. Like, do you understand that these people, I mean, it's been a year, and these people just now found one? Keep, like, keep it up, guys. We love uh-huh. it. Tag them. Keep God. tagging them. So in every dang thing I open, oh, lunch, did you see this? Yes, guys, I saw it, okay? A Minnesota couple oh. on a road trip to celebrate their 10th anniversary took home a 1.9 carat brown diamond from the Arkansas Crater of Diamond State Park. It says here at the end, radio personality of Lunchbox went and found nothing. It's not cool. Uh-huh. It doesn't say that. <laughs> That's oh, from UPI. Was... Did you see that? <laughs> a man discovers an earbud lodged in his ear for five years. Ugh. What? How a do you forget about it? A man who thought he was going deaf has discovered. I know. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> Maybe you just think it fell out. It's in the story here. A man who thought he was going uh, was going deaf discovered that part of an earbud had been lodged in his ear for five years. Wallace Lee had put his hearing problems down to a career of working in the avi- aviation industry. Mm. Because boom, ding, oh. ding, ding, ding. Yep. Meaning... He's there where they're building airplanes, and there were old rugby injuries, too, that had affected him, so he figured that was part of it as well. So he decided to visit a doctor, and they found that small little part. The fog that was in his head for all those years left, he could hear perfectly well Wow. the BBC. I don't know. Do you fall asleep, and then you wake up, and one had fallen out, but one was, and you think, well, I can't find the other one. It must have fallen out, too. Right. But it's, I don't know. But it's been in there for five years. And think of the relief that would be after five years. Of being able to hear and also not having whatever was happening to his brain. Finally, I just saw this this morning. Very sad news. The University of Virginia says a shooting on campus last night left three people dead and two others injured. The campus has been on lockdown since just after 1030 as police search for the suspect. Christopher Darnell Jones Jr., a former UVA football player, is... 
through the story says that they've identified because as we told you that he's identified as Christopher Darnell Jr. Jr., uh, Jr., a former UVA football player. University police say officers are conducting a complete search of the area and to expect an increased law enforcement presence. The suspect is considered armed and dangerous as of an hour ago. Mike, do we know? Because we're reading this story now. They have not no found update. him. Okay. The school's vice president urged students to take the shelter in place command seriously as the situation remains active. Classes have been called off for the day. That's from CNN. Sad to see that and have to share that with you. That is your news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. It's got a box cutter on an airplane. The story's from Fox 5 Atlanta. So it was a flight heading to Tampa. They had to divert to Atlanta because a guy with a box cutter was making threats to passengers. Luckily, some veterans on board were able to defuse the situation and subdue the guy. Here is a veteran, Larry Cumberbatch, talking about taking action and keeping everybody safe. The lady came up and told us that the person sitting in the center seats had a weapon and showed it to them and said he's going to cut multiple people on the flight. He got like frantic. He said, oh, no. And then he got up, went to the back of the plane. He was concerned that maybe his movement was going to go towards them and hurt and harm them. And then he just grabbed them, a beer hug, you know, and they fell. I had a friend once who went through and their job was to open a bunch of boxes. Like they were working some, with packages and delivery. And so they had box cutters constantly, and they actually had packed some in their bag, got right through metal. I mean, right through it. Mm. They got on the other side and had like four box cutters. They're like, this, I didn't even get stopped for this. They're like, oops. And so they went and put them in the garbage. But they told me, they said, I got through with four box cutters. They didn't even recognize that I had them. That's not good. No. And I would imagine most times it catches them. But if he got through, and my friend got through, that means other people are. Yeah. Getting, getting stuff through. through. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, how was your weekend, Amy? It was really good. We had our championship football game uh, on Saturday and won. What? Yeah. Your, your son's team did? By we, I mean. <laughs> Not you, Amy. <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty awesome. I've never won a championship before. You didn't win it. <laughs> you didn't do it. So. Did, he, did he play? Uh, no, I mean, it was really, really cold. He didn't have any, like, shining moments like, um, you know, the game before. But it was freezing, and he mostly was on the sidelines with a blanket. He was watching. He was into it. He was all about it. But he was standing there with this huge blanket over him. So. In pads, he had a full blanket over him. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt that. The only that. kid with that. So it was really cool. Undefeated. The, his coach has been coaching for 17 years and never had a – undefeated team so he's like this is pretty special guys so oh, congratulations yeah it was cool the blanket was a good look uh-huh. <laughs> i liked it for sure i liked it i had a pretty rotten weekend as far as football goes arkansas lost it was pretty terrible um i'm i hate the cowboys now again okay wait don't say that because you're gonna go hang out with jerry yeah i got some hard hitting questions too mm-hmm. i like first question how dare you <laughs> like why would you do that mm-hmm. <laughs> i tried to be a cowboys fan this year because eddie and mike and yeah my other friends mike and steve and so I'm in. We're in a group thread about the Cowboys, and so I'm in. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm putting money on them. I'm picking them in different pool. I have to stop. You're getting the full experience. Though. I don't. I, I'm this fine. is what we go through yeah. every year. But They're, it's almost yeah. as bad as being an Arkansas fan. But I don't need another one of these. Oh, you don't need two of those. Okay, I don't. Got it, got it. I don't. I don't. It drives me crazy. So we have a group thread that's like Cowboy lovers. We started this year for all those Cowboy fans. I left the thread. <laughs> So that officially means you're out. What I said was, I'm not just mad at the Cowboys. I'm mad at all of you guys for making me do this. And then I left the thread. I couldn't believe it. It's a hard life, man. Arkansas lost. It's already a very disappointing season for the thing that I love the most. Mm. Very disappointing. The thing you love the most. 
As far as like not my wife or dog. Yeah, he's not you, the, that's everybody knows that. I don't have to say Amy. that. Everybody knows that. Uh. But my, the thing I love the most when it comes to any, oh, sorry, anything outside of my <laughs> house. I just, um, hey. So, yeah, it's been horrible. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch Cowboys root for my currently temporary team. <laughs> so dumb. And then I left the chat. That's it. That's it. Stupid. I hate it. Stupid. Wow. So I'm done. I hope they win this. Hey, this we'll week. come back though. It's our year, so we'll come back. Uh, come back strong. Eddie was. I was texting Eddie during the football game yesterday because it was a really good game, the Vikings and the Bills. I was like, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch this. Turn the game on. And so, probably the best game of the year so far. And so Eddie said, oh, I'm, I'm at my son's football game because he also had a game. Yeah, they have a flag football game at like the exact exact same time, like three o'clock. I'm like, gosh, the Cowboys start playing at three. The end, the end of the noon games are starting to end right there. It's just a bad time for football. Then I get a text from you. He's like, dude, you watching? I said, no, I'm at my son's flag football. He's like, you have to start watching the Vikings-Bills game. And so I did. I got my phone, put it on my phone. I'm like, oh, he's right. This is a good game. And right when I turn my phone on, my son, he scores, he intercepts the ball, runs it back for a touchdown. Pick six. I'm like, dang, I missed that. Okay, all right, well, the game. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you missed it? Yeah, I did miss it. And, then, and this is the last game of the season. And then I look back on my phone, but this game's really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the end of the Bills game, like, oh, this is nuts. Then my, they give the ball to my son. Like two minutes later, he runs it for 83 yards. Touchdown. Oh, my gosh. I missed that, too. I get back home, and my, my wife goes, hey, where's the video of the touchdowns? I'm like, ah, well, see, Bobby told me the game is good. <laughs> so I was watching the game on my phone, and I missed it. Mm, okay. So, yeah, not I'm good. sorry about that, buddy. And it's the last game of the season. What, what was so good about it? <laughs> it was just a really good game. It was it really good. Time. There's really good. And, is your eye better? It's getting better. It doesn't hurt. So that's good, but um, it still feels swollen. I feel drunk. Like, Eddie had a sty in his eye, and his eye started swelling up real big. It was a real big eye, said the guy with the sty in his eye. <laughs> Same I am. <laughs> uh, but he took his sunglasses off today for the first time. And, and what do you just, think? It's just a little swollen. Just stare at my left eye, not my right one. Okay. You but know why, what I mean? But why do you feel drunk? Because it's it's hazy. He needed whiskey. To, the right side's to the hazy. Pain. The left one's clear, so I just feel like I'm a little off. Oh, yeah. Why do you take sunglasses off? Because I might as well do it, you know? Like, And it's even worse, dude. When you're, like, hazy and it's dark, you feel really drunk. It's not you ever good. do the thing with sunglasses where you forget you're wearing sunglasses and you're like, why is it so dark in here? Yes, I had to do basketball practice yesterday in sunglasses. And all the other parents, you know the parents were just like, look at this DV. No, they thought you were hungover. <laughs> or they thought you were hungover. Yes. One hungover not good. Let's talk to Heather, who lives in Tennessee. Hey, Heather, what's going on with you? Hey, Bobby, how are you? Doing pretty good. What can I do for you? I carried a load of gun through security at the airport. Oh, well, they didn't catch it? Nope. It sounds like you didn't mean to. We hope. Mm, hello? <laughs> you what? I'm oh, sorry. Oh, it's okay. It sounds like you didn't you didn't mean to carry a loaded gun through security? No, absolutely not. Well, what happened? So I was on my way to a work meeting, and it was a, I got dropped at the airport really early, like 4 a.m., and I live in, you know, Memphis, and so I have a permit, and I carry, and I keep it in my purse. I don't think about it. It's like a pen. You don't think about it unless you need to use it. So I literally got there, put my purse down, went through security, and got on the plane. Never thought anything about it. Was at my changing gate. And I was like, why is my purse so heavy? <laughs> oh. And then I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. So uh, I need to know what you did because— First, let's rewind. You, <laughs> you, you get through, which shows, and I, which I mentioned earlier, I had a friend who got through with box cutters, and they didn't stop her. Yes. 
And so yep. let me say they didn't stop him. I'm trying to make sure that it doesn't in any way <laughs> <laughs> get back to whomever. And let's just say they didn't stop him. And so they freaked down. They threw him in the garbage. Now, you went through, had a loaded gun, which you did not bring on purpose and you legally were able to carry, but not through an airport. Nobody can legally take a gun through the airport. You fly with it. You land. Then what do you do when you're in an airport? Because you're in the middle. You can't even leave the airport oh my God. and throw it away. Or you can't. I don't yeah, I, what do I do right now? I started laughing, and I called my best friend who's high up at the sheriff's department, and she was like, how did you get that on there? Like, she went off on me for a few minutes, and then she's like, don't just get out of there. When you land, get out, and you have to buy a lockbox, and you have to put it in your, you know. So that's what I did. As soon as I got to my destination, which was, of course, Chicago, that doesn't even allow you to carry guns, I ran out of the airport. Like, ran. So you flew almost. with it again on the second flight? Yes. I mean, she's not going to get how she get caught. It goes off. Well, you're not going through a detector. No, no, I'm saying like in her purse, something happens. It it shoots on the airplane. I mean, I would sit there and hold my purse with two fingers like, (laughs) oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's not going to go off. Uh, No, I'm not worried about that. It isn't going to go off unless you do something dumb to make it go off. Like a gun's just not going to fire for no reason. So I think what I would have done that would have been so scared is I would have walked out of the airport in the connecting place. And then if I'd had time, I don't know. I'd just been, I don't know. Wait, yeah. God, that's mailed terrifying. it to myself. Go to that thing and mail it to yourself oh, yeah. from outside. Does, do, or take you... the bullets out of it at least. Did you unload it, um, Heather? No. Um, I didn't even want to get it out of yeah. the <laughs> I I understand that too. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you don't want to go and like sneak into the bathroom and do it because if someone hears you doing it, then they think you're going to go shoot up yes. everything. Oh my gosh. They probably think you're suspicious about running out of the airport too when you land. Like, well, you don't have to run. Well, yeah. she did that. She ran out of there. I don't think be late she, for something. Like, I think she probably just left, guys. I don't think she got <laughs> off the plane and sprinted she out. She said of the she airport. ran. I would be hauling butt. Yeah. Well, it is. This is great to hear because, again, they miss stuff sometimes. Yeah. Box oh, cutters, man. loaded guns. Heather, thank you for the call. I really appreciate it. I hope you have an awesome day. You too. Thanks so much. Would anybody here turn themselves in well, in a way? I don't. Turn I don't yourself think about not, it. not in a bad way, but like, confe- <laughs> like say. No. I did it. No. no why would you? <laughs> you lay on the ground and put your hands behind your back and just start yelling. <laughs> Take me. Okay, go to the purse. <laughs> slowly approach the purse. No. You could just no. slowly go up and say, "This is a misunderstanding. I have a gun in my bag." I think I'm gonna avoid all that. Mm. I think I'm probably just gonna leave that airport where mm. the connection is and get rid of it there, or mail it back if I can, and then Kay. go back through security. Uh, police in Texas are describing a stabbing that they're investigating in San Antonio as a love triangle gone wrong. Police said the incident started when the girl invited her ex-boyfriend to her apartment. Sometime later, the new boyfriend showed up. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the current boyfriend. The new. The current. Yeah. Investigators say she hid her ex in the closet, but the new boyfriend found the man. And a fight broke out. Well, how do you find him, though? You don't get in the closet. He sneezed. Oh, yeah, you yeah. heard him. It's like, Something. it's like every 90s sitcom. You're hiding. Oh, oh. He's can't hold it. And he's like, what? Where is that? So the ex-boyfriend then stabbed the new boyfriend and took off. Dang. When officers arrived, they found the man with four stab wounds in his back. He was taken to the hospital. He will recover. The suspect is still at large, but police said they know who he is, and they're going to arrest him eventually. So that's what's up. I kind of want to like an update on this once everything's settled. Well, how about you're that new boyfriend? You're doing nothing wrong. Right. You're just going over to your girl's place, yeah. and all of a sudden, somebody's sneezing in the closet. And then you I get need to investigate stabbed? that. And all of a sudden, it's you stabbed. Yeah. WJLA has that story. I was watching TikTok last night, and I saw a guy. He was 
in a room, in a holding room where they were interrogating him. There was a cop and there was a guy. And his girlfriend had been killed. And when the police got there, he was there, but he didn't remember anything. Ooh. He was like, I don't, I don't know what happened. And as they're talking to him over like four hours, he starts to like put his feet on the table. He's not remembering things clearly. He's acting really weird. And he keeps going, I got shot. And the guy says, okay, whatever. He goes, no, no, I got shot. But he's saying all this really weird stuff. He goes, I got shot in the eye. And the guy does have a black eye. And so the cop goes up and looks at his eye. And you see all this, the, the footage. Because it's like from the top. And it's kind of gray. It's not mm-hmm. black and white fully, but it's almost no color to it. And so the cop walks out and he comes back in. And he goes, hey, man, let me look at your eye. And he says, okay, uh, the fire departments are coming up. And we're going to get you to the hospital. And we're going to make sure that this is okay. And he starts to realize that they didn't pay enough attention to him. So they go to the hospital. And it turns out he had been shot in the eye, and it went through his eye because they found the exit wound also on his eye. So he got kind of lucky that it went through just the side. Turns out he was there with this girl. Two people had uh, come in, robbed their house, killed her, shot him. He was telling the truth. He just couldn't remember everything. And the whole time he's like, it wasn't me. It was some guy. I got shot in the eye. And the guy, they're like, you know, I don't, what you're saying is crazy because I don't remember anything. But he was part of it. Wow. Oh, he was part of it? No, no, he was part oh, of um, he was, the victim. Yeah. He's a victim. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He was telling the truth. For hours and hours. Because you hear that and you're like, okay. Yeah, because there's, no, there's but no also, wound. He, that's what he kept saying. I don't remember anything. Oh, man. I don't remember anything. I just woke up. And they just found him there. Well, let me ask you this. Was this a, a TikTok where it's like part one? No. Keep watching it, it for was part real. two. No, it was okay. real. <laughs> I think it was real. It was real. And it was like a few years old. That's but those crazy. part ones to part two. Oh, two's, my gosh. Do you end up at part 10? You're like, oh, this is too too much. Yeah, so but luckily now on TikTok you can click t- through and it'll show you that video that you were just watching. So uh-huh. at least because I used to have to go and I'd be searching to try to find the one I was on, <laughs> which was always annoying. So I saw that. I did see too that flu activity is very high in seven states, like at the highest levels they've been in forever. Uh, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, North Carolina, Tennessee, South Carolina, Virginia, and DC, very very high levels of flu activity. So right. either wash your hands. Don't be around people. Get a flu shot. Either or all. I choose all. This is all, yeah. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. get that flu shot. That's from the hill. But I tell you, that flu shot hurts my arm more than any shot. For like, And I, I get it. But it's like, you talk about just being sore for longer than anything else. And, you know, they guess with that flu shot, too. They're It's predictive. They're predicting what strain is going to be. And they're not always right. But I'll take my chances with about a 60% shot there. I don't know if that's the efficacy rate or not, but ooh, it kills the shoulder. But I got mine last week. So, where'd you get it at? A little place called the doctor. I never heard of it. I need to do that. I went in after for like our insurance, I have to do some sort of physical or something. Yeah, I got to do yeah. that too yeah. by yeah. December. Everyone. You yeah. don't have to, you just won't get a discount if you don't. Yeah. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. I was just told I had to go to the doctor to get a physical, so I did, and I got a flu, I got a flu shot. Because you want to get that discount. I didn't know that's what it, why I was going. <laughs> no. I just went because I was told to go to the doctor. <laughs> Uh, Amy's been communicating with a guy who wants to pay her 250 bucks for pictures of her feet. And so he messaged her, and we told her, why Why not? It's just your feet. You'd post them for free, so why would you not give them to somebody privately and make money? And so then you kind of re- rehash this story quickly. Yeah, he popped in my DMs. I was like, hey, 250 for pictures. We all talked about it. And then I never replied to him ever. He came back. I guess he heard us talking about him. I was like, oh, go out. This isn't a random DM. He's a listener. So then I said, you know, hey, what about Bobby's feet? 
lunchbox's feet. Yeah, how much? No, he's not interested. He said he can tell the difference between male feet and female feet. I don't know about mine. So then I said, um, is it 250 per foot or for both feet? And what about elbows? Because I guess we had talked about elbows maybe. And he said he's not rich, so both feet. And uh, sorry, no elbows. It's a foot thing. And he does not want Bobby's feet, but he will take Caitlin's. Oh, my if, God. So Bobby now has an opportunity to make money from this as well. Let's not be crazy. That's at least $500 in feet right there if I do Caitlin's. <laughs> you will not do Caitlin's. I'll do them while she's sleeping. Exactly. <laughs> Sneak a pic. Yeah. No, you will not. Yeah, I'll lift covers out get a little shot of those. She'll never know the difference. You're crazy. Gosh, you would kill yeah. or, or, hey, yeah. what you could do is you go on the street, pay someone $200 for their feet, and then charge the guy 500 and say they're Caitlin's. Are you oh. thinking about sending a picture of your feet? No, no, I'm talking about it with y'all. This just feels weird. Would you? But it is a lot of money for a picture on my feet. My prediction is she's going to do it and not tell us. Oh, like, I, would, I told it. you. I'm, I would never do that. And then secretly she's... <laughs> I told you every step of the way with this. Like, it's not... It's I, called hiding in plain sight. Okay. No, I just don't know. I feel like I, I, I don't know how they even he even has this money to like who knows how many feet he's bought. If anybody wants pictures of my feet, hit me up. I'm happy to give them to you. <laughs> For how much? Twenty five bucks. I'll roll cheap. Oh, here they come. Yeah, let's go. It's better than cameo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Springfield, Missouri. Two people were sitting at the house like, hey, man, we're going to head to this clothing store. We're going to steal a bunch of clothes, and then we're going to run out of there. They're like, all right, I'll meet you there. So they took separate cars. They both go in, steal a bunch of clothes, jump in their cars, and as they're fleeing, they crashed into each other. Uh-huh. Oh. That's two in two days. The one on Friday <laughs> as well was somebody that was stealing and then ran into that window. Like yeah. thinking it was a door. <laughs> But how funny is it that you're part of you're you're both stealing? What do you do? Do you run on foot? If that, it's your car, they can track you pretty easily. Uh, they both tried to flee on foot, but didn't get very far. Oh, there you go. But why would you not just go together? If you're you're part of you're you're stealing together, why would you take two separate cars? Divide and conquer. conquer. Or that. you think, I know you've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're thinking, oh, they chase one person, another person gets away. Oh. But well, that's a bummer for the guys. These are boneheads. But Why how are we do trying they to hit each out? other? Of all the, it's <laughs> right. Of all the road, all the space, all how do they hit each other? And do they park right beside each other? But it was once they pulled out on the road, they hit each other at the intersection. Yeah, you're mm. oh, it wasn't even like pulled out like the parking lot. Yeah. No, 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 they were like at the intersection. Again, what are the odds of that? <laughs> okay, I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. It's now time for the good news countdown. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Number three. Number three. A woman's Reddit post is going viral after a homeless guy in Chicago changed her flat tire. She says she gave him all the cash she had, about $60, but then that motivated all these people to hop in and actually go, we want to help too. Oh, wow. The guy's actually helping you and not asking for anything. We want to help out. So, so far they've raised thousands of dollars. That's really cool. That's number three. Number two. America's largest no-kill shelter just opened in Alabama. It's built on a 100-acre property where greyhounds used to be trained to race. The owners say they'll save about 5,000 dogs every single year. That's really great. Number one. A 93-year-old lottery winner in Ontario, Canada, does not have to worry about money anymore. Again, he's 93. He just won the lottery for a million bucks. Wow. He's 93. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) 
<sighs> so late. He's if, 93. Hey, if he has kids, you know they're like, this uh-huh. is amazing. They won the lottery. <laughs> he says he plans to share some of the money with his caregivers. Oh. And those same kids are like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. 93. Dang. That's hey. the good news countdown. That was the good news countdown. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Amy, what are you doing today? Anything? I have a softball meeting. My daughter might be playing softball. All sports, all the time. You're like ESPN. Your house is just da-da-da, da-da-da. Well, you know, she's never even played, ever really picked up a bat. But she sent me a text for the meeting, and I will be there. I, I used to play ball, so. I used to play ball. Uh-huh. We'll see okay. how it goes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you guys have a great day. What and, about you? Uh, we're going to dinner tonight. We got a little, di- uh, di- you know. Monday date night. Oh. Um, got the Warren brothers are coming over for a Bobby cast today. Two I like big songwriters guys. in Nashville, written a ton of hits. Uh, gonna do talk to Coach Jeff Trailer from UTSA, the football coach there for 25 Whistles. It's a packed day. We're back at it. Another packed day. Another day. Another you don't got to say packed. It's normal. It's just every day. It is every day. All right. Thank you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Goodbye, everybody. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.